98.5 The Bull, today's hot country uh, with Tig, and good morning to you, Daniel. Man, everybody, everybody this past week has been talking about that chat GPT. It's a, to explain to people that are not too familiar with computers what chat GPT is. Artificial intelligence, right? So the, the computer, you can text, you write a sentence, you can ask a question, you can ask it to do different tasks, and it responds to you like a human would. And you can ask it to do damn near anything, and it will do it. Yeah. You know, I, I had a riddle I was trying to solve the other day, and I, I solved it, but I was like, I wonder if chat GPT would get this right off the bat. So I, I literally typed in the riddle. Like, what do you get when da-da-da? And it, it immediately just goes, oh, yeah, yeah, here's the answer. It's amazing. It is amazing. And the reason that everybody's talking about it is because if you're uh, around our age, Ty, do you remember the first time you played Atari? Yeah, it was like, it seemed like there was two paddles and a ball in between them that or something. Like Pong or something like yeah. that. And Atari looked like, you know, like junk. Then the Nintendo came along and you were like, oh my God, this is like an arcade game at home. Like one I'd go to the store and play. Mm -hmm. Duck Hunt was with it and all that. Yeah. And then the Super Nintendo came out. Mm -hmm. And then after that, on and on and on. Now to the PS5, which almost looks like television. You know, like when you, when you play the football games, it almost looks like a real television. They so, even got the faces down now. Yeah, so if you uh, if you think about this, the reason it's so amazing is this chat GPT is kind of like Atari. And what's it going to be like in 20, 30 years from now? Yeah, man. I mean, I talked to a guy who was a little bit older than me, and we were talking about Atari one time. And he said, before that, there were no video games. And, and I said, yeah, but Atari, like all there was was that Pong thing. He said, we could not believe that we hooked this thing up to our television and control something on our television and play a game. We couldn't believe the technology that was Atari. Now we look at it and go, well, that was pretty primitive. But I think your point is probably right. We've got this website that talks artificial intelligence to us. This is the first one that we know of, really, that's been rolled out in this way. One day we're going to look back and go, man, that chat GPT, boy, that was, that was prehistoric. But right now we're in the uh, infancy of probably the next big, big thing. And all those guys that run those social media networks and stuff, they say, what is it, virtual reality and AI is going to be the future. That's why Facebook changed its name to Meta because they didn't want to just be a social media company. And so if those guys are making those kinds of decisions to literally change the business model for billion-dollar corporations to start investing money into artificial intelligence this is we're, where it's we're going on the, on the yeah. verge of something humongous here that might change our lives just just as much as the aren't you printing concerned though? i guess everybody does get concerned about every new technology i'm sure when cars came along they were like oh my god like you know this is going to run over kids and like there's a problem with every technology i wonder if um will we one day not even have to like live in our own world can we just put on a headset or something and we'll be married to some fake person and have fake kids well, I, and that'll be our life? I theorized to you a long time ago that uh, if this stuff, the technology keeps moving at the pace that it is, whenever I go see my grandmother in the nursing home, you know, she's not aware of what's going on at the time. Wouldn't you much rather be hooked up to some computer and reliving your childhood memories over something and over like again? That. Yeah, I mean, you could escape, right? You would be physically in this world, but mentally... You know, if you had a bad day, I mean, will there be a day where I could just put on this thing and I literally think I'm at the beach getting a suntan? All right, yeah, and it would be the technology be so advanced you might actually think you were on the beach. It I mean, would be hell. much better than uh, just sitting there wondering, you know, why people seem to be mad at you and not let you go home. There's something about the way this thing affects your brain because I went to like a little thing uh, a couple months ago and somebody had one of those 
virtual reality things you could put on your head, and it was a boxing game. And even though I could tell it was a cartoonish, they they really haven't gotten the technology perfect on that yet. But I mean, there was a guy there boxing me, and he looked like kind of a cartoon. Even with that low brand technology that is the infancy of this, I thought I was boxing somebody for a moment. I had to remind myself that I was in somebody's living room and there were drinks on the table and don't bump into them because you can get lost in that stuff. And it'll be weird. I mean, if you miss your grandma, will you be able to just see your grandma whenever you want with this stuff? You know, and think about this. There's a VR room in Tulsa just mere feet from us here at the radio station. Yes. It's called AA. I don't know how you pronounce it. That's the problem. R or something like that. How would you pronounce this? A-A-R-U. Aru? 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 I mean, Daniel, it's possible in the future that, like, you could put on this headset, you could hit on a girl, and she wouldn't spray you with mace. Now, here, let me really blow your mind for a second. Okay. Is it possible that we're already there, we just think... Like we're, we could be a couple of old geezers in a nursing home right now and think that we're oh doing a radio God, show Oh, my God, you're blowing here. my mind. Yeah, what I need I, to stop, though, because this really will freak you out. I'm in a recliner right now. Yeah, you could be in a and, vat of uh, goo. And they just fed me Jello because mm-hmm. I can't, because I'm old. But right now, I think I'm doing a radio show. Yeah, man. Oh, you, now you've messed Mind me up, man. Blind blown. Oh, my God. Don't say that kind of stuff anymore. <laughs> it's uh, 98.5 <laughs> The Bull, today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Do you, uh, do you miss that Chinese balloon? Do I miss it? It was kind of interesting, right, for a while there to be like, hey, now. But now, like, more is coming out about that Chinese balloon. You know, this is the first time that the United States military shot down an aircraft over U.S. territory since World War II. It hasn't happened in your life, Daniel. And uh, so when you think about it like that, it's like, wow, that is kind of crazy. And, uh, and But apparently when the United States saw the balloon at first, they have a a telephone line set up to, I guess, these different countries, like what they call a hotline. Mm-hmm. And and uh, they have one for China. And they, <laughs> so I guess they tried to call China. They're like, hey, guys, uh, what's going on with this balloon over here? But uh, how frustrated would you be? You're trying to call China. They never picked up the phone. It just rang off the hook. Well, they didn't know who was calling. <laughs> you, don't, you don't answer a call you don't know anymore. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, bad. I, well, I'm a it little, said scam likely. I feel a little bad for China because I was like, whoa, 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 that's way out of line. You shut down our balloon. And I, I've also lost a balloon before as a young man, and it's terrible. You remember that? When you first lose that, you get a Mylar balloon for your birthday or something, and you accidentally let it go. And and you got to watch, and it's, right. it's slow motion, too. I mean, it's not quick. You get to see your balloon leave and just keep leaving and keep leaving, and it, it breaks a, a kid's heart. It really is. It's like your first little tragedy, like a little tiny 9-11. Yeah. China lost their balloon. Did they think the balloon was invisible? Couldn't they have at least painted it blue to match the sky? At least that? <laughs> Why was it white? I don't, but if you paint it blue when it's dark outside, you'd really notice it. There's no good color, I guess. As we are uh, coming in hot on the Super Bowl, uh, now the NFL does these things around the Super Bowl where, did you know they had a flag football game where they brought back some of the, uh, you know, the guys that are have retired, but they're legends, and they, they made them play a flag football game. And they made Peyton Manning the coach of one of the teams. They made his brother Eli Manning the coach of the other team. Now, you think, like, this is a flag football game. This is just for fun. We're having a good time, guys. They act like it's the actual Super Bowl out there. And, you know, I, I love this. I watched that flag football game. It was kind of fun. But these guys take it so seriously. I guess their competitive nature is so strong, Daniel, that they can't even stand to lose a flag football game. 
Isn't that crazy? I get it, though. And I've got some audio here, Peyton Manning. So Peyton's coaching against his little brother. So that probably added even more to this, right? Like, you can't lose to your brother. And uh, Peyton didn't win. And Peyton, the older brother, lost to his younger brother, the other coach. And uh, it didn't go well. And on the last play of the game, uh, his little brother's team kneeled the ball to run out the clock. But apparently Peyton felt like that was a rule violation in flag football. You can't kneel it, according to him. I don't know who's right, but uh, I got a question. Who gives a rat's A? Well, apparently he does. Let's listen, hear it. Listen to Peyton Manning. This is him running up to the ref. The sound isn't great, uh, but this is him going to the ref at the flag football game. What's going on here? Hold on. <laughs> Getting it right. Here we are. Peyton Manning. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Here we go. Somebody knows a bylaw in this rule book. so mad he walks off the field and doesn't shake any hands and it's flag football and this was in honor of the super bowl well they're doing all this activity around it you know everybody's trying to get hyped up for the super bowl so the nfl's added these uh you know little things to kind of lead up to it they should hire me to come up with these kind of things you know what i would do i would take a bunch of competitive older men and make them all do an escape room together because <laughs> you, you want to see somebody turn on each other. Nothing like a, a, a guy over, I'm going to say, 45 in an escape room. They get in there, and they act like it's real life, and they will be jerks to everybody. Ripping stuff off the wall, punching through the sheetrock, trying to get out of one of these escape rooms. You know what I'm talking about? The thing where you, you have an hour to try to get out and figure out puzzles. Right, right, right. And I guess Peyton Manning's about... 45, right. he's hit that age. Yeah, you can't have these guys, like, running around. They could hurt themselves. But they're, if they're in escape rooms, that would be. And then you could, you know, put cameras up everywhere and really get some good audio and video. And That would be great. I mean, I love football. Don't get me wrong. But I found the, the flag football game to be fascinating. Did you? In a way, yeah. It's like, you know, these guys. Uh, how can you get excited about a flag football game when the Super Bowl is happening? I think you got to do something. You got to mix it up, man. Do that escape room, and uh, if somebody doesn't get out, one of them has to die. <laughs> what? It's controversial. Well, you'd watch it. I don't <laughs> think I would support that. Now that's not the Super Bowl. That's a flag football game. It doesn't matter. They're acting like animals. They're they just, just gonna, like the puppy bowl. They must be born so competitive. They can't let it go. Are they doing the puppy bowl this year? Um, yeah, they do that on some other channel at During the, the halftime, halftime show. show. Yeah, so if you don't want to watch, who is it doing it? Uh, I don't know. Animal Planet no, some you, nonsense. You mentioned uh, who was doing the performance during halftime. The Super Bowl. Oh, Rihanna. So if you don't want to watch that, you can watch the puppy bowl. You know, they really got outlandish with that puppy bowl because uh, I think last time I watched it, it's like puppies, and then they had, like, chicks that were um, the cheerleaders. They had them dressed up. They had, like, kittens and turtles and rats <laughs> in the audience. Did you Have you seen it lately? Wait, now they got animals spectating? Buddy, it's, a, it's a nightmare. It's cute, but it's a nightmare because, yeah, they got different animals in the, um, in the audience now, different, like squirrels and bunnies and all this kind of stuff. They got, like, chicks as cheerleaders. squirrels there. Got kittens around there. I'm worried that one of the puppies is going to go into puberty during the game and eat all the other animals. <laughs> what a nightmare that would be, right? The ratings would 
do well. I would imagine. How could you turn that? <laughs> I would immediately turn that. It's 98.5 The Bull. 7.40, our Tiger Daniel lovely locket. Just in time for Valentine's Day from Moody's Jewelry. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. From Hardy and Laney Wilson. It's on 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and, you know, uh, Valentine's Day is coming up. Is it Tuesday now? So uh, just on the other side of the weekend here, basically, I was in the uh, store, uh, Daniel, and I said, you know, I, I should send my mom a card for Valentine's Day, which is a weird thing, isn't no, it? Like, no, 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 in no, a no. way, like, I always got my mom's stuff for Valentine's Day, but now I'm kind of like, I go to the card section, it's all you did not get pretty your, romantic you don't get Yeah, you don't get your mom a card. That's Oedipus. Oh, okay. But, uh, you know, I feel bad because she used to send me Valentine's cards. In the mail, you know, when I went to college, she put, a, you know, 20 bucks in there. And hey, that's also I weird. I love you and, you know, what? red card. No, Don't, no, no. You're, no. Not, you're, you're one to talk, buddy. What do you uh, mean? You're some piece of work getting on me about trying to get my mom something for Valentine's. Your mom went to that, uh, remember back in the 90s, it seemed like they had glamour shots all over the place? Mm -hmm. And you know what glamour shots are? Like, you dress sort of sexy and you wear a boa and then they have this fuzzy... I don't know, filter or whatever makes you look angelic. And put makeup on you, and it was a big, man, that was a big, huge thing back in the uh, 90s. What a lot of people went and uh, glamour shots. I don't know if they're around anymore. We should bring those back if they're not. But what happened to you? You're getting on to me about my mom giving me a Valentine's card every now and then. Well, yeah, then my mom went and got all these glamour shots made. It looks, you know, they, they make it look like you're just wearing a boa or you're not even wearing a shirt at all. And she's got on like a white glove and just put it up with a pearl necklace and all that. Your and I was mom. Like, yeah, like, thanks, mom. Just what I needed. A picture of you looking sexy as hell. <laughs> did, did she give you one? Of course. She gave you a glamour shot? My Aunt Rosa down in Alabama once went and got the glamour shots made. And then to my dad's work, her brother took him... A glamour shot of her. Oh, so he got a glamour shot of his sister. Not the wallet size. The big boy, you know? When you get a picture package, they give you the uh they yeah, give sure. you a bunch of little wallet sizes, and then also the big boy that you frame. Did you... Took him the big boy. <laughs> yeah. Did he put up a picture of his sister? Heck no. <laughs> have you uh did does the, your son, did you have to get him Valentine's to give to the class? Yeah, they do that where um and I like the way they do it. Everybody gets a Valentine, so nobody feels, you know. Because that does hurt. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if there's 15 kids in this class, we buy 15 little things and he gives them out. Well, my thing is, what if, you know, what if you wait too late and you have to get them some lame Valentines to give to everybody? You yeah, know, they probably want something like, you know, like a Pokemon or something like that. But if you wait too late, the store's going to be sold out. Then he, he's stuck with, like, Ross Perot Valentines. Ross Perot? Yeah, the guy ran for president that time. Like, <laughs> okay, well, you, you're, you're scraping the bottom of the barrel I of the see, Valentines. Okay. What did you get him? Well, he he just makes, like, little bags and gives them out to the other. Wait, there's the, no more paper Valentine that's like, you can, I'm a sucker for you. And it has yeah, a sucker Yeah, of course. On? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you buy the cards, but then you got to buy something to yeah. put with the cards. So what was the theme of the card? I don't know. It's like I'm crazy. I don't know. I didn't read it. You didn't go buy them, did you? There's not a lot of sentiment when you're in first grade. Yeah, but you get what I'm saying. There's like a themed card, whether it be Smurfs or Garfield. We haven't gotten that far yet, but we will. So you haven't gotten his cards? No, but I remember last year we were just, it was like I'm crazy for you or something. It was pretty generic. Well, They're you're going to mess him up socially if you don't get him some cool Valentine's Day cards. Yeah, I know why you're messed up socially. Your mom gave you a picture of her almost naked. Well, yeah, you're giving your kid like Oprah Valentine's Day cards to take to school. 
Get him something cool. <laughs> I'll work on it. It's 7 o'clock at 98.5 The Bull, 40 minutes away from that Tiger Daniel lovely locket on your journey, perhaps, to win a $2,000 diamond pendant from Moody's Jewelry. Super Bowl Sunday um, coming up. And, Daniel, you had a curiosity. You never played football, but you wanted to know from people that have played football, organized football in a league or high school or what, college maybe, uh, you want to know what happens in the bottle, uh, in the bottom of the... The big pile-up. Yes. I didn't know this, but uh, my brother-in-law played football in high school, and he says, so, so you know, the, the big pile-up, then at the bottom, those people are pinching each other, scratching each other, trying to gouge each other's eyes. Could that be true, or is he just messing with me? So if you played football, would you call us and just let us know what happens at the bottom of that pile? I don't know either. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. So we're all watching the Super Bowl. We see the pileup, but we can't see what's going on under there. I think they're, like, pinching each other on their sensitive parts. But I think that's probably, like, urban legend or something. You think so? Why wouldn't but they pinch playing, each other? If I play in high school football and some dude pinches me, I'm not quitting. I'm not playing anymore. <laughs> A pinch will do you. I hate, but nothing I hate more than getting pinched. And also, if you do, uh, if, if terrible things are happening at the underneath the pileup, when does this start? At what? There has to be like a game where kids wouldn't do this, and then they get to a certain age where they start doing it. I bet I'd you imagine it, on peewee football, they're not trying to hurt each other like that. It probably happens when you first get pinched, and you're like, oh, okay, this is how it is. All right, I'll pinch back. 918-879-9898. Dana wants to know what happens on the bottom of a pile up at the football game could you imagine though it's a uh, you're pinned down and there's nothing you can do and people are just trying to gouge at your eyes and bite you and tickle you and all this kind of stuff yeah and then you got to get up and do the play all over again and see that guy again in 10 seconds so we'll have to figure it out daniel uh this is a mystery to you and i'd like to get to the bottom of it too also i'm very proud of daniel coming up uh you're not a big sports fan but uh this year you decided uh, you're going to get into the game. You're going to learn a little bit about football, and you're actually going to do sort of a Super Bowl analysis coming up for us where you're going to do kind of what we can expect during the Super Bowl. It's a Super Bowl preview, tag, and it's also uh, at the end of the preview, I will give my prediction. So if you'd like to place your bets. Chiefs versus the uh, Eagles. You have mm -hmm. a prediction, too. Wow, you really have dug in. I've dug you in. You know nothing about football, but you've really taken it upon yourself to research this I've, game and, and learn. Yes, and I've really, this time, really sank my teeth into this information and i've come up with a prediction okay so not only do we have your calls about what happens at the bottom of a football pile lineup do, are y'all pinching each other down there 918-879-9898 918-879-9898 also daniel's super bowl prediction is on the way on 98.5 the bull 98.5 the bull weather provided by community care your locally owned health plan so you had to call the non-emergency line yesterday. It's 985 The Bull with Tyke and Dana. What happened? I did. I was walking uh, my dog along the river there like I always do. That's the only thing I do, it seems like. And um, down the riverbank, I saw some legs. Human legs. Human legs. And uh, they weren't moving that much, just a little bit. And it's getting dark. So I can't, you know, I can't see very well as it is. And I especially can't see very well when it's getting dark. And I could tell there's somebody down there laying. Now, I don't mean laying on a blanket, having a nice evening. I mean, just laying down there in the woods. And I'm like, did this guy, is he gotten into the wrong stuff and kind of like out of his mind? Or is he jogging and fell down this hill? Uh, so I stopped and walked back over there. And I just I stared down there for a while. And I go, hey, buddy, all right? He's like, oh, how did I get here? 
Oh, no. And I was like, uh, I don't know. He's like, did the cab drop me off here? I was like, no, I don't, I don't think so. But you've got to get up and get out of there. It's getting cold soon because I'd heard Alan Crone's forecast that morning. And I knew it was getting cold that night. And it looked like it might be on the verge of about to rain. And he was not prepared for cold weather. So he's like, well, thank you for being a good human being. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. And I was like, all right. Well, I was just checking on you. And I, I walk. I come back, walk by the same place again, maybe five minutes later. He's back to laying down again. Does this guy seem like he has a home? Does he live out there? Too, or? Too, too dark to tell. If he does live there, he's not equipped or prepared to live down there. So then what? I thought he's like out of his, you know, he's out of his mind. Either he's got a head injury or he's on something. So I knew that I didn't need to call 911. I didn't think to call 988. But I do in my phone. I've stored the Tulsa non-emergency. So I call them. Mm-hmm. And apparently when you call Tulsa 9 emergency, they send out two ambulances and a fire truck oh, with no. sirens blared and all that. Even if you call not 911. Well, I told him, I was like, uh, you know, he seems all right. He's, you know, but I think he's just out of his mind. And But they said, well, to err on the side of caution, we're going to send a couple of ambulances too. So then uh, they get there and by then it's dark. But it's only been about two, three minutes max. It's, it's just night has fallen that quick. They get out there and um, can't find him. He's left. No, it's just so dark that oh. when you're, you're trying to shine a flashlight down in that riverbank, your light hits the limbs instead of actually being able to see the legs. We finally found the guy, and he was—he uh, did ask him to take him to the hospital, so I guess he was all right. I was just thinking that if he falls asleep down there or passes out and he's My got no God. blanket or nothing, he's going to get snowed on or rained on or Lord knows. He probably saved his life because uh, hypothermia could set in, all sorts of issues with that cold weather. And was he dressed appropriately? You said not. No, you not see really. His legs. No. Ah, that's heartbreaking though. But good on you for. Uh, I was surprised they got him up out of that that riverbank like that. Well, a lot of people, and myself included, might have just said, "Ah, oh, you know, it's a guy. He knows what he's doing," and and gone on. But you, you got him to the hospital after you. Um, after you call the non-emergency line, and they all get there. The ambulance is there. The fire people are there. You know, there's this party. Is like, do I linger around a little bit, or what do I? I don't want to be a spectator, but I did want to. See what was going on a little bit. How long? How long should you stay? What's the appropriate? What's the etiquette? If you called, I think the follow up is um, perfectly appropriate to hang out till he gets in the ambulance if you wanted to. And uh, I, I didn't want to be a looky loo. A poor guy, man. Yeah, and it makes thank me God feel you were terrible. Because imagine what kind of night he would have had. I don't know that you would make it if you just laid on the ground overnight, like on temperatures last night. Well, Got good. down to like thirty-four degrees or so. Good on you. That was a. Uh, extremely uh, thoughtful to do that, and you probably... Nice. It's a phone call. But a lot of people would have just said, oh, you know, the guy must know what he's doing. Just moved on. It's 98.5 The Bull with Kane Brown and his wife, Caitlin, with Tyg and Daniel. Well, don't change the channel because, uh, Daniel, you've got your Super Bowl prediction. I'm very proud of you, Daniel, because Daniel doesn't know anything about football, but last night you got a little introspective and you said, you know what? I, I uh, the Super Bowl is a big deal to a lot of people. It's very important to people, and so you went on and researched, and you learned a lot about football last night, and you learned about the teams that are playing in the Super Bowl, and you have actually, you might have had a chalkboard, you're doing equations and stuff, but you finally figured out who you think is going to win the Super Bowl. Well, a lot of people might think that I'm a moron, but you know, Tig, when I really put my mind to something, I can right. kind of like figure things out. And that's yes. exactly what I did for this Super Bowl preview, and I'll give the preview of the Super Bowl, and then at the end I will give you my prediction. If I were you, I would go right to the uh, betting okay. place and uh, bet on it. You ready to go here, Tug? All right, Daniel's uh, football analysis of the Super Bowl. Here we go. All right. The biggest sporting event in the world is happening this weekend. 
It's Super Bowl LVII this Sunday. It's the culmination of NFL football teams from all over the world competing for one thing, the Venice Bacardi Trophy. This Sunday, the Philadelphia Cream Cheese Eagles, led by quarterback Jalen Hurts Donuts, takes to the <laughs> griddle iron for some football's action. But there's just one thing in their way, Tig. The 53 men that play for the Kansas City Chefs, led by quarterback Patrick Sherlock Mahomes. The Chefs intend to do whatever it takes to scrimmage their way to victory. Look for exciting action from the opening corn toss to the fifth quarter. This promises to be one heck of a tournament. My prediction, there's going to be all kind of trick plays. Maybe the hell, maybe. Maybe even a few fake kickoffs. <laughs> Kansas okay. City Chiefs 5, Phillies 1, final score. <laughs> Wait, what? What was the prediction there? Kansas City Chefs 5, Phillies 1. The Philadelphia Phillies. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there you go. The uh, Looks like Dano has chosen Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs to be the victors. Yeah, what, is, what number is that, by the way? You said XV and all that. No, no, no. LV11. LV11. That's level 11. 62? Heck, I don't even know. Yeah, well, enough enough with these uh, Greek, whatever that is. What is that? What are those numbers Roman called? Numerals. Roman numbers. Yeah, Greek numbers. Let's just do regular numbers. Why do we keep doing the Greek numbers? It makes it look more... Stupid. Daunting. Enough. I can't figure that out. I like it. I would never be able... What does L mean? Isn't that 50? And a V and would v be is, 10. And I then think. 2. Is it 62? Uh, somebody will call us and tell us how stupid we are. But um, did they you did they did football get invented in Rome? Why are we using Roman numerals? Oh man, I think it just looks more competitive or daunting task when it's like those numerals instead all of all right. Just, give me the Roman numerals for 98.5. Oh, I have no idea. The bull. <laughs> That's what we should do on all our billboards. <laughs> really confusing Listen everybody. To us and then it's like exit. Yeah. All right. So there you go. Daniel says the Chiefs have got it. Super Bowl. I like that it's at 5.30. So even if you stay up for the whole game. So coming up like in... 9.30, 10 o'clock. Coming up in... Uh, I'm trying to think of the Roman numeral for... The Tiger Daniel Lockets. No, no. 13 minutes, yeah. Would be uh, what? V... Is V is V 10? V, I believe, is 10. So then be... Oh, my God. So it would be... So v, it would be three ones and then a V, or three I's and then a V would be the Roman numeral no, you go four v in 13 first minutes. and then three, right? Well, no, if it's behind it, it minuses. Yeah, but you're trying to add three to ten. Yeah, so I'm trying 13. to say in 13 minutes in Roman so, numerals, we got the Tiger Daniel Lovely Lock. V-I-I-I. That's seven. No, because the V's first. If you put it before the V, it subtracts it. Oh, okay. All right. So in V-I-I-I... Our bullfight. And you'll call. <laughs> oh, do the v. number in Roman numerals. <laughs> Please figure out way to get that. Give out the number in Roman numerals. Yeah, that's well, kind of well, All right, that's I enough. I, V, I, I, I. You know we're on the radio right now. This is actually being broadcast. This like, is great stuff. No, but nobody's turning away while I'm giving out the phone number to win the Tiger Ding a lovely locket well, in the, Roman numerals. The phone's numerals. blowing up, so we must have screwed something up. How do they know what to dial? Hey, it's Tiger and Daniel. Who's this? This is John. John, I can... just had to call and let you guys know. Come on, man. A V is five. Oh, oh. X is. Uh, all right. So give out the number uh, in Roman numerals, please. Nine. That would be, I believe, a V and four I's or an X. I don't know if it could be a V I V because if you put the I in front of the V, it makes it four instead of five. Is so it? it could be V for five and I V for four to make nine. Oh, my God. 
or, it... or an X <laughs> oh, or an IX. I don't know, but I know it's is five, guys. <laughs> so can you give out the rest of the number then? No, uh, we're not doing Ruben. that exercise. <laughs> Let's do it. It would like, take like 10 minutes. I guarantee you they've already turned the station. <laughs> Who else would they be listening to? <laughs> I don't know. I had, I had to call, but, you know, B is definitely five. If you put an I in front of it, it makes it four. Right, so an X so L, is ten, L is so an I. Uh, okay, this is terrible. It's Super Bowl 57. Well, Tyson's been saying 62 this whole week. Well, I don't, I'm not a Roman. I'm a moron. Do I look like Caesar so to you? Yeah. Your haircut looks like Caesar. <laughs> Caesar. <laughs> ten minutes away, <laughs> or X away, or whatever. From your tickets to get our, or, uh, our yes, you X, could win. 10, I, I'm so confused. You could win our Tiger Dana Lovely Locket in X minutes. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. About a minute away from our bullfight for the Tiger Dandily Lovely Laka. You can win a $2,000 diamond pendant from Moody's Jewelry. Real quick, though, uh, I saw this lady on Reddit here in Tulsa. She lives, I guess, in Midtown. And she says, I'm having a problem because the city's not doing anything about these cats around here. And uh, she says, it's my neighbor. Uh, she has two dozen outdoor cats. Whoa. Two dozen outdoor cats. And so they're getting into She's saying what they're doing is they're peeing all over her front porch. And, you know, that's terrible. And so she asked, like, since the city's not going to do anything, which that'd be hard for the city to do anything. I mean, the pee and cats. And uh, somebody had a pretty brilliant idea. And I, I looked this up and they do sell these motion activated sprinklers. Because this lady has a privacy fence, but these two dozen cats are getting back there. So I guess the idea is, you know, the things he's moving, it starts spraying them all. I think you can also go to, like, the store and get something that would repel pet animals like that. Yeah, I saw a little spray. bit of that. But um, but she must be thinking, hey, why should I have to? Yeah, a little bit. Two dozen, that's excessive, right? Although it might be delightful to live next door to 24 cats. I would like it. It'd be kind of fun. You ready for this? Some more yes, fun. Play. With our 98.5 The Bull Fight. Our Tiger Daniel Lovely Locket. And what are we going to play today, Daniel? Today, it's a quiz about love, Tyg. All the ans- are the questions are about love and romance and kissing and making love and hugging and things like that. Making it? The whole thing. The whole works. All right. Caller number 9. Caller number 10. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Here's Morgan Wallen on our Friday morning. Some of us getting a little snow this morning, but not much. That should all clear up and it'll get a cooler, actually around lunchtime. Well, Friday morning with 98.5 The Bull. It's our bull fight every day at 7.40. Today, we're playing for that uh, Tiger Daniel lovely locket. It's a very romantic, sensual locket with our picture in it. Tiger on one side, Daniel on the other. And um, if you win today, you're qualified to win a $2,000 diamond pendant from Moody's Jewelry for our bullfight today. Daniel, who do we have? Uh, we have got Feather from Locust Grove, Tig, taking on Annie, who's on her way to Bartlesville. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Morning. We want you to keep it fair during the 98.5 The Bull fight. I know for uh, all your lives, you've always dreamt of the day that you look down into your hand and you possess a Tig and Daniel lovely locket. Am I right? Yes. All right. Well, let's get down to a little bit of business here before we give away the locket. Uh, Ladies, I need you to repeat after me. I, state your name. I, Annie. Do solemnly swear. Do solemnly swear. Not to throw the Tig and Daniel lovely locket into the river. Not to throw the Tig and Daniel lovely locket into the river. Locket into the river. Okay, guys. Yes. I don't want to be walking around in the river and find that, and it will hurt my feelings. All the questions today are about love and romance and uh, things like that. Up first, it's Feather 
This was Juliet's lover. Romeo. Romeo is correct. Annie, come on time with the bell. Annie, this is a movie about love interrupted by an iceberg. The Titanic. Titanic is correct. Feather. Yes. Until blank, do us part. Death. Death is correct. Does that mean you're single when you uh, go to heaven? Don't know. <laughs> Annie. This is a way to wake up a sleeping princess. A kiss. A kiss. Wait, what? Yeah, and that, uh... You kiss her. Yeah, remember Sleeping Beauty? I think you get maced for that. Yeah. Yeah, you can't do that anymore, <laughs> but back in the day, they would kiss each other if they fell asleep. <laughs> okay. A kiss is a great way to wake up a sleeping princess. The worst way to wake up a sleeping boss, I've found it work. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Feather. Yes. This is a bird that symbolizes love. You know what? Hold on, because that could be that could be love bird or something like that. They say dove, but I'm gonna exnate. I that was one. gonna yeah. say a dove. Move past that. <laughs> I think dove means peace. According to the cliche, okay. feather. They attract. Opposite. Opposites. That's correct. Annie. A breakup letter is also known as a blank John letter. Dear John. Dear John, we are tied up, Tig, three to three. Feather, this is the Italian word for love. Oh, why? Isn't it like Tia Moore or something? I'm going to make you be the judge on that one. I don't know the answer to the question, so you'd the have to The answer is Amore. She said Tia oh, Moore, so I don't think we can give her that one. That was close. Annie. Native American who allegedly saved an Englishman and married one another. <laughs> Sacagawea. That would be Pocahontas. We are tied up. Three to three, one question each to go. Feather, this is the Roman god of love. Oh, Lord. I don't know that one. That would be Cupid. Oh, my gosh. Annie, on a 25th wedding anniversary, this is the gift you give. No, no. A plate. No, no. It's not a gift. The 25th wedding anniversary is also known as the blank anniversary. Um, I don't know. I don't know that one. Ladies, we are tied up three to three. We must now move to Ty. What was the answer? Breaking questions. Silver. That would be your silver wedding anniversary. Ty, explain how a tie works in this situation. Ladies, this next question is for the both of you at the same time. You want to buzz in using your name? So you would say, uh, you'd say feather, and then we'll give you an opportunity to answer. So you want to be the first one to buzz in if you think you know it. Here we go. The hint is... You can stand under her umbrella, Ella. Ella. Feather. Feather? Feather. Uh, Rihanna? Rihanna is correct. She is performing at the Super Bowl, and with that, Feather has defeated Annie in the 98-5 the bull fight, but it's not over yet. Feather, you can keep the Tiger Daniel lovely Ooh. locket for yourself, or you can give it to Annie. 
Annie, why should Feather give you the locket? Uh, I wouldn't if I was her. Oh, <laughs> precious. Refreshing honesty. Feather, what do you decide? I'm going to keep it. I'm sorry. Thank you, Annie. Thanks for playing. Oh, look at that. Love is in the air, Tig. And uh, Feather now has the Tiger Dang a lovely locket. She's also qualified to win the grand prize, that diamond pendant necklace from Moody's Jewelry. Woo! Well, thank you, ladies. Thank you. And uh, the, thank you. the sensuality will not stop, Dana. We yeah. continue this morning. Let me give Annie a very special sensual shout-out later on today. Annie, do you listen to sensual shout-outs? Yes. Uh, coming up, I'm going to give you one. How about that? Just for playing. Okay. Uh, how does everybody else get a sensual shout-out if they like one? Follow us on Facebook, Tig and Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel. That way we know you're listening. And then we'll see your name pop up. And in about 10 minutes, we'll get to your sensual shout-outs. Just uh, follow us, like us on Facebook, Tiger Daniel, T-I-G-E, and Daniel. Right now, as the sensuality continues with Tiger Daniel. Daniel's middle name is Sensual. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country, 754. Uh, still got central shout-outs coming up to get your shout-out on the radio in, a, I guess, a, a Valentine's-esque sort of way. Daniel's written some romantic pickup lines, and you can hear your name on the radio just by following us on Facebook right now, Tig and Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel. I was wondering, Tig, um, can people fly standby anymore? And I know that a lot of people in this town work in aviation. A lot of people work at the airport. Sometimes you'll take a flight, and it's full, and oftentimes, though, it won't be full. Mm -hmm. Can you fly standby anymore? Have you tried to fly standby? I see standby people anymore? all the time. You ever been waiting for a flight and then uh, as the flight starts to board, they say, uh, ladies and gentlemen in the airport, can we please see Daniel Baker? I think that's somebody that got a seat on standby. But that's oftentimes same day. Uh -huh. um, I know that probably if you're an employee, yeah, I you think can do that, some standby flying. I think that's how it works. I mean, they, they'll put you on a flight for free, but you've got to do it standby in a lot of cases, I think. I was uh -huh. at this Kaz's here downtown once when I first moved here, and I sat next to a, a couple, husband and wife, and the lady works for Southwest, and I see her every time I go to the airport. Should I ask her if I'm allowed to, you know, yeah, she can uh, ask hook me up a little bit and yeah. fly standby? Of course. If you want to know the answer, I don't think that's a problem. But I saw She'll it, think you're hitting on her, but outside of that, it's okay. Sure but there's a lot of different uh, opinions on the internet, but the one thing I keep see seeing is you can't call them and fly standby. You have to show up. It'd be like, like they did in the old days, like you just go to the airport and buy a ticket. I keep saying that I'm going to do a bit one day called 1930s Traveler where I put a, uh, like a hat on and briefcase and go fly, try to just buy a ticket there. Mm -hmm. I don't know. If you know the answer to this, Tykes, give me the wrap-up symbol. Well, we're here. running out of time. It's 918-879-9898. Uh, 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. So a special edition of Central Shoutouts, the Valentine's edition. Well, who, said, oh, who said that? Well, I thought that, you know, because we're going into Valentine's Day. Well, no, we got also the Super Bowl is coming up, so oh, it's okay. a, not an official version of either one. <laughs> okay. Way to throw me right under the bus. Okay. These are just regular old versions of sensual shoutouts to get yours. Follow us on Facebook, Tig and Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel. We'll my, see that your name pops brother. up. Dude. Also, uh, you can send a message. Go ahead. I'm just saying, you didn't do a special Valentine's one. We only get one of these a year, and you just do a regular How one? many Super Bowls do we get a year, genius? One. Okay, then. All right, so uh, it's a mishmash. shout-outs. You can send us a message, follow us, like us on Facebook, so now you're listening. Tiger Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel. Good morning. A very sensual good morning to Matthew Bird, Tiffany Brown. Ooh, girl. I must be a giant basketball player because I want to shack up with you. Hey, now. Hey, now.
Oh, that's that Super Bowl. I'm never gonna dance again. Guilty feet of God, no rhythm. Though it's easy to pretend. I know you're not a fool. I know you're not a fool, Eddie Taylor. Sensual good morning to Cheyenne Lee. Ooh, girl. Are you from Shanghai? Because I'm trying to get in your pants. A very sensual good morning to Barbara Bowles. Caitlin Taylor, ooh, girl. Valentine's Day is coming up. I'm going to take you to the melting pot. We can have some fondue while I fondle you. Oh, my God. That one always makes tax. I don't like those. Those are too, like... The word fondle's too far for you. Mackenzie Cowles, did you mention her yet? Mm-mm. Send us a message. Happy what? Valentine's Day. Central shout-outs, you can get one when you follow us, like us on Facebook, Tiger Daniel, T-I-G-E, and Daniel. I'm never gonna dance again, guilty feet of God, no rhythm, though it's easy to pretend, I know you're not a fool. Sensual, good morning to Stephen Dawson from Casey Kelly, ooh, girl. If I was playing in this year's Super Bowl, I'd be the Philadelphia Spread Eagles. Also, TJ Corum. Happy Valentine's Day. Check the messages on Instagram, too, because we always miss those. A very sensual good morning to Aaron Livingston. Ooh, girl. You must be the Eagles quarterback because it Jalen hurts my feelings when you hide from me in the club. Very sensual good morning to Kay Stutz. Ooh, girl. Are you a football field? Because I like your rear end zone. I don't think these would work, though. Like, uh, they're not effective in the club. You didn't check the Instagram ones, did sure you? Sure I did. I've been looking. There's one for a couple of kids here, and I can't see it now. A very uh, sensual good morning to Caitly, Caitlin Yo- Yochum. Ooh, girl. They must be airing the Super Bowl on you this Sunday because you a fox. Oh, that's, that's hilarious. And finally, a very sensual good morning to Ashley Marie. Ooh, girl. If I were performing the national anthem this Sunday, my name would be Kiss Stapleton. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Welcome in to Did You See? We take a look at what the heck's going on around the world. And right here in uh, Tulsa, brought to you by iCare Associates of South Tulsa. Um, on the Super Bowl Sunday, you'll see a local commercial here in Oklahoma with Kristen Chenoweth. She is an Oklahoman, uh, famous actress, and she's promoting that 988 line which is uh, for people in mental health crises or crisis. Um, and it's a really good resource. Instead of dialing 911 and getting police out there, if you know somebody is having more of a mental challenge, you can dial 988. So we could look for uh, a fellow Oklahoman in the Super Bowl with that 988 number. Also, to see Donald Trump, our former president of these United States, is out of Facebook jail. The uh, parent company Meta had... Suspended him forever and ever and ever and ever through time. And then they had like a meeting and they said, well, two years is probably enough. So Donald Trump would be back on Facebook. However, I don't know if he's going to use it because he's got his own and he was allowed on Twitter months ago and he hasn't used it at all. So I maybe think he's just, just by, doing his own thing. by principle, he's like, well, I'm not going to fool with that anymore. I mean, if they kicked me off, I don't know if I would get back on or not. But I imagine if I'm trying to get like re- if I ex- try to get elected president, maybe I would uh, get back yeah, on. Yeah, he's got a huge reach on that. I mean, he's got... 
tens of millions of people that he could just reach in four seconds. What's the other social media that you that he owns? I forget. Truth Social, I think. I don't really know many people on Truth Social, do you? Well, he does. He does this thing all the time on there. Instead of tweeting, he does that. So. Um, I don't know if he's going to use Facebook, but they said he's out of jail. They, you know, Facebook needs that kind of guy on there, to be honest. You find it to be, like, entertaining when he, when he stirs up controversy on there? Well, he, he drives people to Facebook. I mean, they want to see what he's saying, and then you get 10 billion shares, and that's good for Facebook, too. So he may not use it just saying, I'm not going to help those guys out. Is that parlor still around? I don't know if that thing – I think it got shut down or something. I, I don't know, but his is truth social so far as I know – also, the world's oldest dog has been researched, and the, the Guinness people, you know, the, the world record people, they verified this dog's age. How old do you think the old, oldest dog in the world is named Bobby? I don't like 30. 31 years old almost. Uh, just like uh, three months away from 31. 31-year-old dog. Can you imagine? You talk about a commitment. I mean, you go down to the pound, you think, oh, you know, I'll get a new dog, and 30 years later, you're still, that's a great thing, though, I guess. And what's the dog's name? Bobby. Bobby. Bobby, the 30, uh, almost 31-year-old dog. And I bet Bobby's now the world's most nervous dog after he he's hears like, he's the oldest dog in the world. Yeah. Well, come again? <laughs> I'm, the, I'm, I'm the, the oldest. Oh, crap. What you got, Daniel? Uh, did you see this, man? This is a touch your heart here. You we spoke about that 988 earlier, the, the number you can call if somebody's having a hard time uh, with emotional or mental problems. A Michigan police officer and his partner getting praises after offering a hug and some words of encouragement for this guy they pulled over he was uh, just pulled over on the side of the road just overwhelmed by life here are deputies jacob thorne and fred Pariski interacting with the man so what can i do for you today do you, do you, you say you don't want to hurt yourself right no is there anything i can do to help you i'll give you a hug <laughs> Seems like you got a lot going on, man. It's all right. It's all right, man. It seems like a lot to take on, you know? Dude, we can give you some. We can get you some help. Yeah, we can get you somebody to talk to and stuff. If you ever need anything, you just call, right? Means a lot. Yeah, buddy. Thank you. Dang, man, that poor guy, you could tell he'd been holding it in. Outstanding job. Just wanted a hug. Wouldn't it be terrible in your lifetime if you were, like, right now so sad and you didn't know a single person that would could give you a hug to make you feel yeah, better? It's really sad to think about that, that people are lonely and struggling. Would you get a mannequin to hug? I, I don't think that would help. I, I, don't, I don't think an inanimate object would help you in that situation. Hmm. Uh, did you see this, that uh, McDonald's was worded, would voted the second worst place for a date? So they got three places here. They said, what's the worst place for a date ever? McDonald's was number two. Number three was your house. Mm -hmm. What do you think the number one place voted for as being the worst place for a first date is? Bringing her to your mom's house for dinner. Mm -mm. Movie. That is bad. You can't talk during a movie. I've done that. And I'm like, what are we doing? We don't, even, we don't even get to know each other. Yeah, so young people, if you're just getting into the dating world, a movie might seem like a great idea because it takes the pressure off of you. Mm-hmm. Not a good place for the first date. Not a good place for the first date because you can't talk. You're going to be tempted to do that weird thing where you try to reach over and hold their hand. You do that little thing where you test the waters with the pinky. God, that's so intense. On the armrest where you try yeah. to touch pinkies. I remember and, that. And you think, uh, man, I'll just a little bit over there. Yeah. Maybe if I can just put the top of my pinky on her pinky, maybe it will yeah. lead to a hand-holding situation. Yeah. Remember those days, Tang? You used to take your first dates out to the woods to hike. I did ask a lady on a hike once for a first date, and she went. But looking back on it now... 2023 me would never 
<laughs> would never do that. Hey, 19, you, you, uh, wanna, you wanna go out to the woods with me? You 1999 go, me was like, hey, why don't we go hiking at the state park? Nobody will hear you scream out there. I didn't say all that. Yeah, let's go. Also, did you see this? This is a heart toucher. A Chiefs fan donated his kidney to an Eagles fan back in 2020. And now they're going to the Super Bowl together. Here they are, the donor John Gladwell and the recipient Billy Welsh. I posted on Facebook, does anybody have a spare kidney I can get? Minor junk. Marines are a band of brothers. Don't leave someone behind. When the transplant happened, I was literally days away from dialysis. It's a whole new lease on life. You know, I was worried about if I didn't get a kidney, my son would grow up without a father. A chief's kidney. I don't know how my body will react if the Chiefs win. The Eagles are going to win. Go Birds. I could see that uh, sports fans might be able to put that aside and give each other kidneys. On Facebook, though, and other social media, sometimes it seems like political adversaries. I don't know that they would do that. You're saying that you don't think a Republican would give a Democrat a kidney if they and knew they were a Democrat? Versa. And some, vice versa. Some. I think some. I think a I lot think, would. Some wouldn't. That's crazy. No, man, that's ridiculous. I mean, if you could save a life and you make that decision based All right, on here's the question. Politics, Do you think Donald crazy. Trump would give Hillary Clinton a kidney? Probably. Do you think Hillary Clinton would give Donald Trump a kidney? Probably. I doubt it, man. They're so vicious with each I other. I know, but wouldn't it be nice to see that kind of, like, well, at the sure end of all great, this? But I just don't think it would happen. Would you give, like, your enemy a kidney? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if, like... Saddam Hussein needed a kidney. You would give him one. He's dead. But back in the day. It depends on if his murderous tendencies had come to an end. Like, I don't think I'd give a kidney to a guy who's going to live longer to, to uh, inflict more pain on the world. So you wouldn't give him a kidney? Probably not. You're a bad person. <laughs> what if I would have said I would have given him the kidney? Then he would go on to hurt more people? That ain't right. So no matter what I said, I was yeah, going to be a Yeah, there's no person. way you were going to be able to, okay, uh, fantastic. to be all right with that. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. I forgot to tell you, Daniel, that I got, I got a little, in a little bit of trouble in the uh, dressing room at a store. Doing what, man? It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Ty and Daniel. So, uh, you know, my wife goes with me to shop for, this is a couple weeks back, and uh, we go to shop and we go to, what's it, Old Navy. And I'm like trying things on, and, uh, you know, when you're a husband, you have to do like this red carpet thing with your wife. She's sitting there in the wing somewhere, and then you put on the shirt or the pants, and you got to go out and do this. And it's uh, horribly embarrassing for me, because a lot of times there's other people that are seeing me do my little twirl and stuff like that. hate that. Also hate the dressing room because that mirror in there, I don't know what it is. Uh, it just shows off the worst features you have. You ever seen yourself in a mirror where it like, goes all the way around almost? Yeah, the Target. you disgusted by yourself? The Target dressing room has somehow a mirror where you can see uh, like your front and your back and all your angles at once, and, and I don't like it. Well, anyway, so I get tired of the little red carpet show I have to do, and uh, finally she just, I just say, just get in the room with me. The little Come into the dressing room. Come into the wife. dressing yeah. room with me. And, uh, you know, I'm, like, changing a shirt and da 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 and But we're talking to each other about it, and you can hear her voice and you can hear my voice, and then finally we hear, you can't be in there together. I think they thought we were trying to, you know. Thought you were in the throes of lovemaking. So you're not allowed to go Navy. in there with your wife. Why don't you just stick your hand up over the thing and say, hey, look, lady, don't be ridiculous. We're married. <laughs> you think we'd be hooking up this in here? The, That's crazy. This is a laugh. 
Yeah, we're married. You think we're gonna kiss? <laughs> Crazy. We're married, uh, like a ten years. You really think anything's going on in here romantic? She's known me for fifteen years. She's sick of me. But it was uncomfortable because then everybody hears that uh, you got to get out of there. And by the way, I was in trouble, not her. Like I was the one who wasn't allowed to be in there, even though I had I was the one changing first. I don't know that that's a rule because if you're in there with your kids, they can't say anything. Is there a certain age cut off or? I don't know. I guess they maybe. I mean, did you, you worked at a Goodwill? I guess they had changing rooms there or something, didn't they? They had changing did rooms. Did people disrespect the changing rooms? Not with lovemaking, but every now and again, about once every six months, somebody would just go in there and number two. But they poop. Oh yeah, you had to clean that up. I didn't. I didn't. But somebody <laughs> did. I don't know who was like, "Hey, the the bathroom is uh, twenty feet away," but I think I'll just uh, excrement here in the dressing room. <laughs> And people disrespect the uh, dressing room in all sorts of ways. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. But that mirror gets to me, Daniel, and you know what would help is if, like, when you see your profile, you look different than you think you do in mm-hmm. a way. And when you actually are confronted, I go, my God, I have this huge chin. But you know what that is? That's probably diet and gaining too much weight too fast. But Red Mountain Weight Loss can help us lose 20 pounds in one month. Boy, wouldn't that be a great feeling to look down at the scale 20 pounds pounds lighter? down. I know. And then you're in the dressing room and smaller sizes are fitting you and all that stuff. It's all because you called Red Mountain Weight Loss. They can help you lose up to 20 pounds in 30 days. It's easy to get started. You never have to leave your house. A doctor will call you at your house on a video chat, get to know you, get to know what your struggles are, and then put you on a plan. And if they send you medicine, that's going to come to your door too. So you never need to leave the house and your journey to lose up to 20 pounds right now. Call Red Mountain Weight Loss, dial pound 250, keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. That's pound 250, keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. You're in the mood for some good news? Here we are on a Friday, and we can elevate that mood with some good news. All brought to you by We Street Credit Union. You can follow along with these stories and more at newson6.com. Hey, Daniel. Hey, now, uh, did you, how about some good news stuff here? A woman in Texas named Tanya Herbert has the world's largest feet, Tug. She's six foot nine. She wears a size 18 shoe. So buying shoes has always been an issue, especially dress shoes. Her only option was men's shoes. But recently she talked about it on TikTok, and people told her to get in touch with a custom shoe company in Chicago called Mohop, and they made her a pair of wedges, and then they made her a pair of four-inch heels for her, too. She's 7'1 in them. So now she's got special shoes. It would be challenging. I mean, you know, even clothes... Anything that goes along with that would be t- challenging, right? Forget shoes. Imagine trying to date. At Imagine six, airplanes. And no, no, forget that. It's trying to date at 6'9". What does that mean? You don't think somebody would date a tall lady? I'm trying to think. A lady probably prefers a gentleman that's a little bit a little taller. taller. So she would have to So really... if she's 7'1 in heels, she's trying to find a 7'2 guy? Yeah. How Hopefully about... she finds a good guy that who cares how tall he is. Ladies care. But ladies do like tall dudes. I know. Every time I see a lady, they're like, height doesn't matter. How tall is your husband? Eight foot tall. <laughs> I don't care about height. <laughs> I am married to Will Chamberlain. Yeah. Back in the mid-1990s, Tig, a couple in New York were renovating their house. They found a stack of love letters in a wall that were from World War II. They've been trying to tack, track down the family uh, ever since and finally did. The letters were from a soldier to his wife. And a TikToker who specializes in this kind of stuff managed to track down their daughter, who's 76 now. She says reading the letters reminded her of what uh, great parents they were. Wow, that's super cool. Isn't that something? Why would they store them in a wall, though? 
And they were love letters? Mm, well, now, now, hold on for a second. You're worried that they might have gotten romantic. What if they said something a little bit scandalous? I saw movies about World War II. I saw, uh, you know, that Saving Private Ryan where they stormed the beach of Normandy and mm-hmm. and lived in a foxhole and all that. I don't think romance was on their mind. Those are not great conditions. Yeah, but after six months abroad, you'd probably be very excited to see a lady. Maybe when they got to, you know, the on leave or something. But anyway, I get what you're saying. You see this, a Kansas City Chiefs fan gave his kidney to a Philadelphia Eagles fan a few years ago. And now they're both going to the Super Bowl together. They're two friends who met in the Marine Corps over 20 years ago, kept in touch on Facebook. The surgery was in 2020, but the Eagles and Chiefs just heard about it, worked together to get them to the game this Sunday. I wonder if you had to, if it's hard to pull strings to get that kind of thing to happen, or do you think they have a, a bunch of extra tickets laying around just for that type of circumstance? The Super Bowl loves doing this kind of stuff because it gives them public, uh, public positive publicity. You know, so even if it costs them a couple thousand dollars, the publicity they get out of it is worth $100,000, right? So they don't mind earmarking some tickets probably just for this type of and thing. And then I right? think they gave some to a Ukrainian refugee family as well. Yeah, so they, they must have a Ukraine. section. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, just see this a police officer in Michigan gave a much needed hug. Uh, to this guy pulled over on the side of the road. He just said he's just overwhelmed with life, and uh, he said, I-, I could use a hug. And, man, that you remember that clip I played, Tyke? The poor guy was really having a hard time, and you could tell he really did need a hug. Yes. Here, the- Here's a quick clip here. So what can I do for you today? Do you, do you, you say you don't want to hurt yourself, right? No. Is there anything I can do to help you? <laughs> could you use a hug? I'll give you a hug. <laughs> Seems like you got a lot going on, man. It's all right. It's all right, man. Yeah, poor guy. That's yeah, hard to hear that. The guy's yeah. obviously really having a hard time. But those police officers, I rode with a police officer one night, and I thought we were just going to be capturing speeders and stuff. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, these police officers do it all. Not only are they, you know, enforcement officers, they're also counselors. They're also big brothers and, like, all that kind of stuff that they do. Because when I rode with this police officer, we didn't even pull over speeders. We were going to, like, domestic incidences and people who had almost overdosed. And it it was super sad. And these police, you think of them as just chasing people and putting handcuffs. Meanwhile, they're doing basically therapy out there, too, for a lot of people. So good job on those officers. A lot of respect for officers after that ride-along. Yeah, I just, I I was kind of naive. I thought that they were just looking for people uh, swerving in and out of lanes. And that's not, that's the only, like, one. That's not what you said about those people that gave you that parking ticket the other day. Oh, when I got parking ticket? Mm Mm-hmm. I wasn't happy about that, but I did break the rules, so what can I say? <laughs> well, I was parked well, illegally. Go. What am you I know, supposed to do? make up your mind, Tiger. Either you like the police or you don't. <laughs> I like them. Except when they give you a parking <laughs> yeah, ticket. Yeah, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Spend less time on parking tickets. <laughs> More time giving hugs. Yeah, go give hugs. Yeah, Tiger likes it when they give hugs. Does like, not instead like of giving me ticket. a ticket, they should come up and be like, sir, I see you don't understand the rules of parking. Let me give you a hug. And, I, and then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then after the hug, I would go, you know what? I like that person. I'm not going to disrespect them anymore by parking illegally. It changed the whole city. Well, there you go. A little bit of good news, Ty, for your Friday.